Hello, you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 120, Bonnets and Scams. Enjoy the show. I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie, Rosie and Jessica's, Jessica's Day, Day of Fun. Hiya. Did you say Day of Far? Day of Far. Well, I nah. got distracted because I've realised that because I'm the cue to say the title, that if right. you don't play you, it says, and you're listening to Rosie and Jessica, and it's like the two becomes the most important word in the sentence. <laughs> like I put the emphasis in the wrong place. <laughs> oh, life is so difficult. Hi. How's Hi. it going? Happy Easter. Happy, Happy Easter. Happy Easter. With my by myself. Very weird. Yeah. The, the Lawrence Welk show decided to put their song to the theme tune, to the <laughs> the Easter song from Easter Parade. I mean, I know. Yeah, all is good. Life is skittles and life is beer. Exactly. I had to drive very slowly out of my driveway yesterday because two pigeons were just merrily wandering down the road. <laughs> I was like, pigeons? What are you doing? And then even though I was going really slowly, like I couldn't then see one over my bonnet. So I was then worried that um, <laughs> I don't know why I just became really aware that we have a lot of American listeners who will know what I mean. But obviously, I mean hood, but because we're talking about Easter, it sounds like an elaborate bonnet on. <laughs> too, too big an Easter bonnet and couldn't see the birds. <laughs> but yeah, I have my my car is very, very tiny, like driving a like a really sturdy biscuit tin. Um, and I have like a, a short but quite high bonnet. And um, I could say that I was like, well, how will I know if I've run it over? Because it will be so close. Maybe it will be so blase that it won't notice me sneaking up behind it. And actually, maybe I should go faster so that the pigeons will fly out of the way. And eventually we, we, we worked through it. But I mean, it was it was briefly stressful. truly sounds like a, a Pixar short. I'm picturing you as like a little old lady from The Incredibles driving incredibly slowly in a biscuit tin car. Oh, un- unable to see over the steering wheel. Yes. Obviously yeah. that. Um, speaking of bonnets, you... <laughs> did I did I not mention how small my car is? I can see over the entire car. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, speaking uh, of bonnets. Speaking of bonnets. Okay, so obviously my favourite news story this year has been the uh, college admission scam. Obviously. And the bonnets is obviously that Laurie Laughlin, they, they were about to broadcast season six of When Calls the Heart, or yep. as... Um, it's kind of become with friend of the pod Lewis because <laughs> um, an anagram of Lewis's full name is called when, sir. <laughs> so we refer to Lincoln. and you. It's fun to picture somebody doing it like um, like Julie Walters as like a maid. Called <laughs> when, yeah. sir. Anyway, so he refers to when calls the heart. I got a text saying Laurie Laughlin is the woman from Calls When, sir. <laughs> Um, but they're meant to be broadcasting season six and they've had to postpone it and they've just kind of like Stalin style <laughs> edited her out. Like oh. she's no longer on the posters. And, and then I found out a spoiler, which makes me not want to watch the rest of the show. I mean, obviously we know I've abandoned it. Like now if I watch it this, cause I think it's an autumn show, but it'll be two years since the first autumn when I ended up on radio four talking about how much I love it. <laughs> Oh, that was strong work. And I was like, they'll definitely edit this out. They did not edit it that was, out. It was my, yeah, it was my Sunday evening, like, ritual show, but I reached the end of a series, and then I, but only a few weeks ago, and then I didn't sort of get back it for, re, like, various reasons. I just didn't quite end up watching it, like, the following weeks, and now it's really gloriously sunny. Wait, so you were watching it until quite recently? Yeah, like, a couple oh, of weeks ago, God. I finished season three. Okay, because season I season three. started season, I've watched, like, the first half episode of season 
okay well one of the problems no this is not that interesting but um i had it as like a little part of my routine and then my routine changed massively yeah um yeah. uh and so it was kind of my four o'clock sh- <laughs> my so you, o'clock did you number. have it for for sun for, for tea time yeah but daily so tea, tea, tra- tea tray time tea trays that's what I meant. No, I don't know why I said Sunday. I have Sunday. I got confused. You have it for tea tray time. You know what's interesting? You know this, I assume some of the listeners know, but I have moved back home with our parents um, because <laughs> everyone is a very successful person approaching their 30th birthday. <laughs> let's not let's not dwell. Anyway, um, let's dwell somewhere, am I right? Uh, that's the problem. Tea tray is completely out the window, unless our parents no. are out, in which case I'm like, I'm going to make a tea, tea tray. And so now I only do tea trays when our parents aren't here because, like, it's just a, it's like a personal, a tea tray is right. a private, can do, be a private. You do have a, a, tea, a tea tray for one. Yeah. A, medi- a meditative experience. Right. It's a very the tea mindful tray, experience. The tea tray is, is more than a tea tray. The oh tea tray God. is the friends we made along the way. Absolutely. The tea tray is the friends we made along the way. That's my, um, that's my, my self-help book that I'm going to write. Like I'm going to write a Marie Kondo book called Just Put It Away. Four, four o'clock question mark? Tea trays. Um, does it spark tea trays? Anyway, so Laurie Loughlin. Anyway, Bonnets. Bonnets. Who called when, sir? When calls the... The irony being, not a, well, not a not one a of them wears a bonnet. Because they've all got their modern hair and eyebrows. Also because it's it's post-bonnet and they should be wearing hats, but not a one of them wears a hat, except sometimes the um, the, 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 the pious one with the pinched face, mm. who is who is obviously secretly nice, because they're all secretly nice, unless they're right, wrong, and a no mistake. Or the... <laughs> I'm sorry, I unnecessarily made myself laugh with that phrase. And um, the the mayor's wife, who is who is turning out to be quite pleasant and jolly especially now the mayor's dead and she's not like a social climber but she doesn't wear a hat now anymore either but they at least usually have their hair up so i assume by season six they're all just turning up in their own clothes <laughs> i'm assuming so it's just whatever they found out of the lost property box do it in your vest and pants like if you forgot your pee well, exactly what i was uh, just thinking there is a hallmark streaming service in the u.s and i did try and register from the uk <laughs> I was like, maybe I can... Maybe. They just openly laugh at you. No, but it just did not work. What I want is one where they just have... Like, they don't have all of the Hallmark movies. I guess they just have the ones that have been shown recently. I want, like, like box sets so I can watch all Every of Hallmark movie that has ever been yeah, made. Yeah, and I'd like to stress, I am I mean, I want Christmas and I want um, murders that I don't care for, like, the others. Are we oh, tried- yeah, no, we don't want, like, true life. We tried watching um, one of the Lost Letters mysteries because Channel Five often have them on catch up, so you get like right, random yes. ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it stars yeah, absolute prime Hallmark movie star. Um, it stars Daniel from Ugly Betty. Um, Amazing. And you're like, yes, sir. This is exactly what your career was meant to be. Um, and it is about the people in the Lost Letters department of the postal service. And I'm like, put it straight in my veins. However, <laughs> it was boring AF. And ah. I was like, when's, it, when's there going to be a murder? And I knew that they weren't murder-themed, but I'd, I was so bored that I forgot that. And I was like, this would be a lot better if, if, to be honest, one of these people murdered one of the other ones. And the mystery is meant to be like reuniting people with their letters, which again, right. yep. technically, like, I'm here for, but I was, it yeah. was boring. And Disappointing. They kept having flashbacks to when they got locked in a bank vault and nearly died. <laughs> but even that wasn't interesting. <laughs> That's, that's, yeah, Due South had an episode like that, but they only had one episode, and also it's Due South, so the people locked in the bank vault were Constable Benton Fraser and Detective First Class Roman Vecchio, so obviously it was amazing. 
okay, so I've got our parents to start watching Aurora Tea Garden, and I, I yeah. tricked them into it because she is a librarian. <laughs> Um, so and she does actually like it's one of the better examples of people b- being librarians on television. I mean, she never does her job, but not because she, she does actually go in and then she just leaves. Um, right. But you see her being like, "I need to leave early," and her boss being like, "You are very bad at this." Um, but my new favorite one is Fixer Upper Mysteries, starring the pop star Jewel, um, because the my God, acting amazing. on that one is actually fairly good. Um, so when you say Fixer Upper, what does she do? Like flip houses? She's a contractor. Okay. She is a builder, and the um, her will they won't they love interest is a he writes true crime books, and he currently is living in her summer house. Okay. If you know what I mean, because he she's meant to be renovating his house, but um, like maybe the first one is they find a dead body there, so he and he doesn't have anywhere to stay, so he lives in her summer right. house. Right. Um, and it's it's good, and he is the. On the ranking of um, love interests on Hallmark Med- Medicine Mysteries <laughs> series, he's he's number one because he's um, like cute in a human way, not in like right. a are you made in a lab way. And... Oh, okay, Unc- uncanny valley. When they're so handsome, they've gone all the way through it out the other side, and you're like, no, I don't get it. Like the guy who's the gourmet detective, he's he's. <laughs> He has a blog, and then his uh, his. Of course, he does because his yep. job is like finding hunting out food, like amazing for, like, foods. Yeah, yeah. Wait, but right, he's yeah. a bit he's a bit uncanny. Oh my god, the college admissions camp, and then she has pleaded not guilty, so it's going to go to trial. Well, and she was saying, you know what else it'll get? One a day, ho- a whole lot <laughs> a movie about it. She could play herself. Oh, ah, uh, what a roundabout way of. Not getting to anything. I've forgotten this. I know. I've forgotten this is how we started. We haven't hit any of the things on our list yet, but I'm. I really enjoyed it. I mean, we should. We should also like discuss the fact that there are several people in jail currently because they sent their children to the wrong school district. Um, did you see that incredible? Uh, the, the sickest burn in a correction ever. <laughs> Which referred, it said, uh, uh, the original article stated that Felicity Huffman and her husband William H. Macy were Oscar winners. They are, in fact, Oscar nominees. Yes, I did see that. <laughs> oh, you burnt! Like, I mean, so I know that last year was the year of the scam. Oh, I'm very, very interested in, um, what's her name? Elizabeth Thingybob of the blood testing Theranos machine. Who, right, yes. With the terrible, terrible hair. I, I feel like I've, I've, circumvented this like right. I, I have heard of her i know the story but i've not read any of the accounts firsthand so throughout listening to podcasts where people like us say yeah so i was reading about it and she like did this thing i guess okay so there is an amazing eight-part podcast called the dropout all about it right. and there's Maybe a book i, I want to that. read called bad blood now we got bad blood um she just was like so i've invented this machine that is about the size of a home printer and with one drop of blood it runs all these medical tests right but and it, it didn't it it like not just like the production was a bit messed up it 100% did not work it never worked and she but she got like billions of dollars of investment and like millions and millions of dollars of investment and like Henry Kissinger was on her board and people keep being like wow what what did she have that made all these uh, old men like possibly want to invest in her and I'm like she's a young white woman Dadoi. but she was incredibly yeah. wealthy but also had the dry like i have such heavily bleached hair my hair gets dyed every six weeks hopefully with the color and my hair looks like 
beautiful <laughs> Rapunzel lot. <laughs> this this is your to- main takeaway. She scams the medical community out of like and investors out of like billions of dollars, but she she's got terrible hair. But this okay, this is mine and Twitter's. The Twitter was like, Obviously. okay, can we also note and um, and like they had this deal with Walgreens um, to get all these right, things yeah, set yeah, up yeah. in their uh, pharmacies. And oh, I would... see. So where you could like do it at like point of service. Yes, of. and what they were doing was anything Ooh. that got tested, they were just um couriering couriering it to a normal blood to an actual lab and they had like these fake lab setups when people came around to look like it is a hundred percent like that's that's the kind of level i mean i don't like it because people who like with actual health issues got caught up in it but i love a scam that is like a fiasco level scam like that woman who's the fake german heiress amazing so it's not even like like they thought it was good and then it didn't work. Oh, but they're okay. like, we're in too deep. We need to kick going. No, this was like deliberately and thought out a well, massive like, lie. That's the thing. Some people are like, well, did she always know it would never work or did they go in too deep? But I'm like, but there's getting in too deep and there's being like... There's, there's setting new- up a fake lab. To go- right. Like she dropped out of Stanford after like two years and she was like, I've revolutionized the medical community. And her first, she went to one of her like professors at Stanford and the professor was, she said, yeah, there's, this won't work, Elizabeth, you loon. And then she went to another Maybe- one. Maybe complete college first. Maybe, maybe complete college. Um, and she was obsessed with Steve Jobs and started dressing like him. And, oh, oh, and the best, not the best thing. I mean, but she that's, also... That's a, that's a warning sign. ...developed a real... A, she had a fake voice. So she talked like this. And she, oh, Theranos is going to be like, first they tell you you're crazy, then they fight you, then they... And she has this weird fake deep voice. Oh my God, it's amazing. Also, she had a dog that kept pissing in the business... Uh, in the, um, like... Oh, what are they called? Pissing in the business. <laughs> the dog's pissed himself. How can you blame him? The boardroom. Right. Pissing Put in the boardroom. Nappy on romance. It. Put a nappy on the dog. <laughs> Put the panty girdle on the fish. Make the fish wear it. Uh, that's a reference to uh, some radio from 2005, everybody. The podcast, The Dropout, is really good. Ah, uh, because she dropped out. I get it. Because she dropped out of Stanford. And she was like, lots of people don't finish college. Except like, when... Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't. Right. They also don't go on for, to... for a number of reasons, and most of those people don't don't scam millions of, billions of dollars off their investors. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> do you want to know what my? I've only got four things on my intro. We've covered none of them, but one of them is white jeans. <laughs> it's what white jeans? I was trying to remember what I've done, and one of them jeans. was I bought white jeans. So oh, maybe yeah, actually talking about scammers probably is not any worse than me just being like so i bought white jeans i think white jeans might be a scam oh 100 percent. i spent the whole day like live tweeting whether i had got dirt on my trousers spilt anything down yourself well you know what for me that's pretty a high risk strategy not my finest hour i mean oh no and jessica you know what another issue of my four another item on my four item agenda is high-waisted jeans (laughs) i thought I was like, I've read, I wrote these show notes two days ago and was so proud of myself being like, I've got all my show notes written. <laughs> Is that like when BuzzFeed do the list of like uh, tweets people have written about how, how they're really proud of like their drunk selves and then they've woken up the next morning and their drunk self turns out to be an idiot because like they've made a lunch, but actually it was an empty lunchbox. Or, yeah. Like they'd, they'd done something really kind for their future self and their future self was like, why have you done this? this yeah, it would be like, don't worry, I got you sorted, babe. I've laid out your outfit and it's like mismatched shoes and bikini top and, and like a dinner. And a towel. And a towel. And you're like... Not great, um, but I bought new jeans and I finally fulfilled my dream of having uh, the the button on the jean align with my navel 
Boop. Good. It's like a lovely. I mean, the third item on the agenda is <laughs> the jort. No, uh, it's Alexis and David. <laughs> yeah. You can tell. I, I wrote my notes by scrolling back through my Twitter. So, would you like to explain your revel- your revelation, your quote unquote revelation? I'm the Alexis and you're the David. To which my response, and I could, like, that the gif I sent you was the closest I could find. Because the problem is, all of David's reactions are mortified to sting. Yeah. Um, like all your reactions well, to me. <laughs> what I actually wanted was a gif of, yeah, obviously. <laughs> like, what do you mean you just realised? Like, surely the, the second you press play on the show, you go, yep, this is the setup. Yeah, but this is like when I was watching loads of Thirty Rock with Tara, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I'm, I'm like the janitorial Liz, and she said, "I know." What's the fourth item on your agenda, Rosie? Cursed pom pom creatures. Oh, it's more normal. Good. I even put the accent in the word cursed. Cursed. Yes, I did see that. It was um, very enjoyable because um, we did Easter crafts at my shop, and I made uh, the examples. And they're pom-pom creatures, and they've got googly eyes, and I think they're cursed. <laughs> There's The two were sitting on the till so that people could see them, and one of them was so weird, I actually put it behind the till so it could not be seen. Because <laughs> it was an abomination unto our lord. Oh, dear. So, you know, that's my week. <laughs> uh, uh, well, Albert, what have you? Who are my, you? I, also have four items on my agenda. I swear to God, if two of them are denim related, then you've mocked me. Let me tell you my agenda. So, well, the first one is just allotment. And it is a lot. Yep. And I have started, I've sown all my seeds. Well, most of my seeds. Mm-hmm. Quite a few of my seeds. So my windowsill now has like five types of tomato, three types of squash, two types of courgettes, two types of sweet corn, some celery, some leeks, some Brussels sprouts. Uh, some beans, all that jazz, uh, lined up along it. So I'm super excited to be able to put them in the ground because it's making closing the blinds quite tricky. Yeah, I mean, they look really neat because of your um, getting out an extra bean can. No, I'm sorry, a peach can. It was a peach tin, yeah. Um, so that they could all be in matching cans. There's a point at which you're like, this project is overtaken. It's got away from me. <laughs> yeah. But it's nice because they're like green stuff and they're alive. It's alive! It's alive! That's good. I'm pleased for you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I went to see Waitress. Oh, yes. Which was very enjoyable. I strongly recommend it. Oh, I've been to the theatre. Oh, well done you. Um, uh, I also strongly recommend the soundtrack on Spotify if you're not in a position to get to see Waitress. I need to book to see Waitress. Yep. Um, I went to see Come From Away. I'm going to see that on Wednesday. Oh, dear. No, it is... I mean, I don't want to get your hopes up, Jessica, but I loved it. <laughs> I may have... I enjoyed it um, probably as much, but in a different way, Hamilton. I want to use the yeah. word Hamilton. It's really great. Um, it's also a tight one act, so... Love it. Yeah. I just think it's terrific, and I want to see it again before... Good. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, everyone I've I've mentioned it to is like, yes, it's so good, you're really going to enjoy it. So, So I'm super excited about that. I've been to see Captain Marvel oh, I, no. at the cinema. I did great cinema going at the start of the year, um, by which I mean within the first um, eight days before I started working full-time. And it's not going great, but I want to see Captain Marvel. I really want to go and see Endgame. Yes. 
I think that'll be good. I want to see Shazam. I'm going to try and see Shazam next week. Mm-hmm. And Detective Pikachu comes out in a couple of weeks' time. And Detective Pikachu <laughs> comes out in a few weeks' time, so that's very exciting. Um, and we've got another trailer for Hobbs and Shaw, which I haven't watched yet, but Helen Mirren's back because she plays Jason Statham's mum. The, the, cred- the credits, the trailers that we got when I went to see Captain Marvel were all very smashy, smashy, splody, splody, random property damage. Hobbs and Shaw? Uh, no, it wasn't Hobbs. Well, actually, unless they'd already showed it because I walked in like once the trailers were already going because <laughs> yeah, you get like 20 not. minutes off it, you know. Oh, right. Um, but I walked in like, in t- I, st- I suddenly thought, oh, they bet they're going to show the Shazam trailer, which like weird reaction. You can watch it anytime you want on YouTube, but I yeah, won't but... see the movie. So, you know, and if I'm going to have to sit through trailers, I want to watch the Shazam one. And that, it started as I walked in. I was like, perfect. Um, and they showed Men in Black and Endgame and... Oh, yes. uh, I forgot about Men in Black. Other 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 superhero smashy things. Um, we've watched all three Men in Black films of in our, this household this year because they kept showing Very them good. on TV. And I've never seen any of them. Really? Not I've a one. Seen we well because we do a Saturday night a movie family movie time yep. family movie time and we like to go uh, big and punchy. Yep. This week they had just put on the day before Ant Man and the Wasp. Perfect. So which is quite good because it slightly leads into. Not totally, it's actually pretty separate from Endgame, but there's a little, you can see why they've put it on this week. Because people yeah. could be like, oh, it's the last one I thought, and then, yeah, and I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, that was good. And it's on Now TV, so you could watch it. Okay, interesting. Interesting, interesting. Yes, love to movie. But not just movies, also books. Books, books, books! Oh. So, as we know from last time, I've been doing a lot of reading. How's it going? Yeah, really good. I'm <sighs> on my tenth, my tenth book. This year? Also, it's the yep. start of your show. This, this contract. <laughs> so uh, I told you about four books that I read last time. Mm-hmm. And I shall now fill you in on the following six. Okay. So I've got Daughter of the Burning City by Amanda Foody, which I got at Yelk. So that's another Yelk book ticked off. I should, I think I mentioned this last one. I should just write in pencil on the uh, frontispiece whether I got it where I got them. Because then I can know how I'm doing on the Yelk scale. What? Uh, and that is about a... Uh, a traveling festival slash uh, sort of circusy carnival, but like a whole town. Oh, um, well, a city really. Um, and the people who um, inhabit the freak show, and but most of them are, are illusions. And then one of them is murdered, and then it's all so it's like a mystery. Yes. And it's and it's called Gomorrah, and it's still and it's still on fire from where it was set fire was set on fire before. And there's like oh tensions, political tensions, and stuff. Love it. Um, so that's quite good. Um, then Carry On by Rainbow Rowell, which was um, brilliant. Now, that is the one that is actually about the characters that they love in Fangirl. Yeah, so in Fangirl, um, the main character, Kath, is writing fan fiction about um, Simon Snow. Yes. And uh, Carry On the... is the book she's writing. So, no, this, so this book is the actual story of the characters of... Oh, okay. Um, so this is the Simon Snow book. This is the Simon Snow book. So Ray- Rainbow Rowell said that she, when she finished Fangirl, she'd like finish that story and wrap them all up and set them on their way. But she couldn't stop thinking about the characters, she, the fake characters, the, the, the fake character, the fictional fictional characters that she created. So she wrote them as well. So um, it's about Simon and Baz and Penelope and their adventures at uh, not Hogwarts. Not Hogwarts. 
<laughs> I went, yeah, it, it, uh, when I, I keep wanting to call it, I can't remember what their, what their school's called. I want to call it Croydon, but it's at Watford. It's called Watford. Um, but uh, yeah, it's really good. The own, it took me, it didn't take me a while to get into it. Like I was, I was all in like from the beginning, but it took me a while to sort of kind of work around it. Cause when I started reading, I was like, I hope it's not too closely an allegory for harry potter and actually it quickly moves away from that because when you start reading you're like okay i can match up the characters and then actually you can't so it's fine um but there are obviously similarities because it drew on that as an in-world uh thing like thing the only other thing i would say about it is that because and i know from reading on twitter that she'd been very like careful about making sure that the britishisms were correct oh um and I mean the third the third sentence involves the word Tesco's. So and then oh and actually the Queen. Um so uh I almost found it not that that's not distracting me. I was like, yep, see what you know, see what you're doing there, tick. But there are a few things that weren't quite right on the whole, it's very, very good. But because remember I was obviously American, um, but it's set in, in England. But um they actually and I was I was just a little bit worried that I would find it distracting reading it as an English person but it wasn't at all as it went on it was it was fine there are a few moments where I was like we would either it was a reference which was it was a reference which was too American I understood but I was like that we wouldn't we would say something different or it was um a turn of phrase where we we would just like there would be a word missing or an extra word that we wouldn't use whereas you know how like phrases that are basically the same but just yeah I can't think of an example, but um, actually that was only in like the first sort of not even third of the book that I really noticed it. And then it was so good that I didn't care. Uh, so that was that. That was my brief review of Carry On. And I'm very excited because Wayward Son is coming out soon. And is that a which sequel? is the se- that's the sequel. Um, I also read The Muse by Jesse Burton, which is um, it's set in 1967 and 1936, and it follows the um, it's t- the two time periods tied together by a painting. Um, and I enjoyed this. I don't know if "enjoyed" is the right word. It's a very good book. Like I can tell that it's a good book, but there's not like absolutely a, not like a romp. there's no levity at all. No, not for not it's for not me. like scary or upsetting. It's just a drama. It's a bit short on laughs. Mm. Um, and the character, like I, you like the characters and stuff, but it's it's yeah, I do, I recommend it though, and it's got a lovely front cover. <laughs> I've got her first book, um, The Miniaturist, on my Kindle. Oh, The Miniaturist. Yeah, I'd quite like to read that because they did an adaptation of it at Christmas a couple of years on ago, which I didn't watch. Telly, but on telly, uh, but it looked interesting, and then it's by the same person. I do like her writing style. Um, then I read Piecing Me Together by Renee Watson. That's another Yelk offering. Um, about a oh wait did I shout this out at the last one uh. maybe I did about a girl who uh, is one of very very few black girls at her um, private school and she's on scholarship and but working very hard and she uh, kind of off, and she's doing a she's doing a, a like a men- I think maybe I just started this one she's doing like a mentorship program and, and is sort of working out how she fits in and stuff that's I really enjoyed that and it's only 200 like 260 pages long yes so it was an incredibly quick read i was I kind of got to the end and went oh it's finished even though i could see that there were like three pages left in my right hand but um yeah i really recommend this one because it's kind of really prescient and is an enjoyable story but also kind of pieces in piecing me together uh like pertinent bits of like modern culture and new stories and stuff yeah 
Uh, I have Crooked Heart by Lisa Evans, which I did not get at Yuck. I got on Waterstones and is a grown-up book, as was The Muse. That was a grown-up book as well. I feel weird like making the distinction, but I think it needs to be made. Well, I find this because I've got a fair number of either young YA or middle grade books. And yeah, I'm, like, I'm going to read this and I pick it up and I'm like, oh, looking at the typeface, I can tell that this is a middle grade book. I need to change my expectations. Yeah, that's how I felt about Goldfish Boy, which actually was yes. a really good story. But I, was, I opened it and sort of looked at the, the, yeah, the, the size of font and I was like, oh, this is going to be a very quick read. Yeah, and it was, and also... and I really enjoyed it because the story was good and it wasn't sort of simplified but i was I, it yeah change your expectations as yeah. with um accidental superstar which i haven't quite finished but i realized that it was aimed a lot younger than i thought it was mm-hmm. um but this is really good and in fact i haven't quite finished this one because i was reading it at work and then i only had a i didn't have enough there wasn't enough left of it to um do an entire show um so i, I thought well that's fine i'll just books. yeah exactly and then of course i've put it down and i haven't finished i haven't like read like the last 20 pages which i might do today um and this is about a boy who goes it's set during the war and he goes to live uh he's evacuated all the way out of the sa- the uh out of london to the safety of st albans <laughs> and um i don't know if people were evacuated st albans that doesn't seem far away enough no but just get everything or everything off the top of the register yeah exactly um and uh, the family he goes, to, or the the woman he goes to stay with, um, is kind of always like looking for a new money making scheme. Yes. Uh, and it's this sounds like like it's really difficult to describe. Reading the blurb of it, I really couldn't work out what what like she, like she wasn't quite what I was expecting. But it it's it's very good and it's is enjoyable it... and it's quite funny. Okay, I was gonna say, is it as much of like a not a romp, but more like a I'm doing a shoulder shimmy yeah like a, a right yeah. this is obviously complete different but like a loss of the blonde bombshells kind of there is an element of that yes you know fun. yeah like there's a war on harry and, and the like, Rinkleys. like mm, no yeah like harry and the Rinkleys, but not for crime grown-ups. okay it was for oh it's for grown-ups. Okay, okay there is there is an element of crime to it yes they um, do they do commit some crimes and you're on your on their side but not in a way that you're you're, you're kind of reading it thinking you should not be doing this guys, come whereas on. other things you're like come on there's going to be a heist it's going to be amazing and right. i'm all in Love yeah me. a caper strong, a caper strong. it's okay yes well, bit of a i mean not their their crime their crimes are very very petty right uh, like some petty capers oh my god wouldn't you even describe them as caper no it's not a caper caper is too much okay i know what you mean i'm trying to describe more the tone than the yeah Right, yes. Um, but yeah, they're enjoyable. And I realised that it's not a sequel, but it's written in the same uh, universe, as it were, as another book by uh, Lissa Evans, which is actually about one of the characters, which are, she, she's featured right at the beginning. And she's uh, uh, Noel, Noel is the evacuee and Matty is his godmother. Who And I can't remember. Oh, The Finest oh. Hour. Their Finest Hour and a Half. I say um, I recognise the name, Lissa Evans. And I actually read, I nearly bought their finest hour and a half in Waterstones the other day, and then I didn't. And then I was reading this and thought, wait, this sounds fam- this woman sounds familiar. <laughs> but I recognised her from the blurb of the Absolutely other cracking one. title as well. Their yeah, finest hour brilliant. and a half. So that, uh, strong recommend. What I'm currently reading, and I've nearly finished uh, now, is The Seven Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle by Stuart Turton, Turton, Turton which is Turton. really good. Quick read, it ain't. Ugh. This is the longest one it's taken me to read. It's the longest it's... book I've ever read. The longest book I've ever read. It's not. Um, it's just over 500 pages long. This is oh, a set me on this fire. is a proper book for grown-ups, and it has relatively small print. Um, 
and it's one that you really need to concentrate on. It's mm. basically like a, it's not quite a Rashomon, but it's, uh, so Evelyn Hardcastle is murdered at a party and every day, the, and uh, Aidan Bishop is trying to save her. Oh, yes. And every day he's too late to save her and the day starts again. It's like a Groundhog Day. It's like a Groundhog Day situation, but every day he wakes up in the body of a different host, like so a different like uh, guest at the party. Oh. And he only gets... It's on an, he's on an eight-day cycle. So at the end of eight days, if he hasn't solved her murder, he starts back to the beginning with no memory and has to begin again. Oh, my God. And I got nearly to the end before and he, he woke up in, in the next host. And my brain, without sort of any, like, uh, conscious connection, gotta he wakes up, up and my brain gotta went, go. got to get up, got to get out, got to get home before. <laughs> and I... So, I mean, I was impressed that it hadn't happened already, but right. I was like, yes, it is. He's, except he's got to stop Evelyn dying. So uh, it's really good. Great. Really have to, you do have to concentrate a little bit. And there are a lot of characters. Ugh. Not only that, I mean, he is, he is eight characters separately. And occasionally he jumps back to previous ones. And it's sort of, and it's like, it's not like a linear. Okay. Oh, God. It occurs linear. It occurs in a linear fashion for the Aiden that we are following, but his his days are not entirely linear because every so often, like there are rules about what happens if he falls asleep and stuff. So, it's, but it's uh, yeah, it's really good. But every so often, I do have to think who. Oh, okay. I have read one book, <laughs> um, but it's one I think you'd enjoy. It's okay. called Dear Mrs. Bird. Okay, now I saw you tweeted about this, and I had literally bought it the day before. <laughs> okay, so yeah, it's check on that. My, it's on my. It's it's, it's sitting on my. Uh, bookshelf to go yeah it is a very a very you purchase um i well well, actually our mother bought it when we were coming home from birmingham and we had a long train ride ahead of us um and it's about a woman who uh starts working working for a a women's magazine during world war ii and is assisting with the uh agony aunt column the, I got to the end and I was like, I feel like I could read more of this. And then I go to get to the about the author page and she's like, uh, she's working on a sequel. I was like, yeah, yeah check out, check out. Um, and I just remembered, I think the, I, I definitely did talk about piecing me together in the previous one and the 10th book and I missed out and the Oliphant is completely fine. Oh, you've read it. I've read Yay. it by uh, Gail. Honey Moon. Honey Pain. Something. Honeyman. I'm trying to read it across the room. I really enjoyed that. When it started, I was like, oh, I'm not. Yes, I too about was this. like, not sure. And then you're an un- she's an unusual character, isn't she? And then like, mean. oh, it's fine. I'm reading for you. And I don't know how I feel. It's like not, no, not a spoiler alert, but I don't know quite exactly how I feel about the end. Oh, On the yeah, whole, I really like it. There was a bit at the end, there was sort of a reveal almost. And I was like, no, oh. that is a bad bit. But, um, Which we'll discuss properly after the when we sign yeah. off. But yeah, rec- recommend would 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 recommend would read again. Wouldn't read again because I've read it. But I'm yeah. not a rereader. I'm a rereader for a few things. Uh, yeah, like I'll reread um, the first half of Time Stops for No Mouse. Obviously, um, Daddy Long Legs and Dear Enemy. Yeah. Any Anastasia Kropnik book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, Scrambled Legs, obviously, but that takes you like half now. Uh, do you want to do a song? I'm going to do a song, Celebrity Skin by Hole. Oh! Yeah. Great song, wasn't expecting that. I know, it plays over the credits at uh, Captain Marvel. I was like, oh my god, this is... Which, again, check out the soundtrack on Spotify, it's great. Yeah. Or wherever you get your music from. They're all good soundtracks that are played. 
Rosie, what's your song? Well, this is your It's Slow Burn by Casey Musgraves. Amazing. Which I love. I play her basically her entire discography in the um, not the Christmas album. In the shop sometimes. Um uh, I love Casey Musgraves. Yeah, I put it on in the house yesterday. And I'm rubbish at finding new music and I'm like, Casey Musgraves, she's yes. like a current artist. Um I'm very excited to listen to Lizzo's new record this week. I finally heard her song that everyone was talking about. Juice. Juice. When I say I'm terrible at finding new artists in music, and I mean like current but new to me. Yes. I know she's not like just appeared out of nowhere, but I've listened to it yesterday and I enjoyed it. Um, great. Yeah. That so I mean it's seems a bit bit basic to go for the first song off the new album, but I just love Slow Burn. It's a really great opener to an album. And yeah, I know you've had uh, a Casey Musgraves song previously. I, I mean, I nearly, I actually checked my, my list uh, to see how long ago I'd had a Casey Musgraves song and whether I could have another one today. And then I remember Celebrity Skin and I was like, fine, we'll have that one. Great. Otherwise it would have been Rainbow, mm. which is just, yeah. Uh, snacks. Snacks. Yeah, okay. Well, it's hot, it's hot cross buns, isn't it? Well, I mean, yeah, because I've gone for cream eggs. What, what else would you have? Well, that's, you know what you could do? Melt a cream egg. Cut open a hot cross bun. Yes. Put a cream egg in it. Put it in the microwave. I've been well. We don't have a microwave, but I have been thinking about how I could wrap it in foil. Put it in the oven. Work out some hot cross melted cream eggs, or yeah. And I think actually oven would be better because the the then you should take the foil off for the last like minute mm-hmm. to like crisp up the the bun. Crispy buns. Um, I made a mini a mini nest mini egg nests yesterday Yum. and I will be making a similar cake later today ooh maybe I should make a similar cake no I don't have time for that needle and fed needle and fed so I uh, made Easter nest yesterday and I should be making a similar cake later today saying I'm under needle and fed I have written who even knows with no question mark oh <laughs> I have not done anything crafty recently okay. I guess I saved some badges on my camp blanket but oh, that is that really impressive though because whoever does that I know, right? But then I, I, I unfolded my camp bag. It's very difficult to get back in the bag because it's quite large and unwieldy. Mm. So now it's just out of the bag. But I deliberately left it out because I was like, I'm going to do more of this. And then obviously I didn't. So I just have a, like a blanket armchair now. But not in a cosy way because it's not a cosy blanket. No, because I put metal badges on mine. Yeah, so there are definitely pins in there somewhere. Um, okay, well, I have been sitting knitting throughout this episode. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, tons. Jessica, I've done tons. Uh, but mainly I've cast on two things in the last, like, four days. Um, uh, I am uh, I finished my needle felted badger that um, is a kit from Hawthorne Handmade, who, FYI, we stock in my shop. Um, excellent. Is we, that where the unicorn, Patty the Unicorn came from? Exactly where Patty the Unicorn came from. She can also buy online. The big kits currently aren't online because I have not uploaded all the images yet. Um, but if you need any craft items, you can go online. But I did the big badger kit. They have a little mini badger kit. I didn't care for it as much. Um, and I, when I did a restock, I bought two. So I could have one for the shop and one for me. Um, Good work. You're welcome. Yeah, it was. it's great. And I finished. I did most of her in one day. And then I, like a few days later, I was like, I don't want this sitting around. I'm going to finish the legs. Um, and I did the back legs. And then for, she sat there for like six weeks without eyes or front legs but um last sunday <laughs> i stayed in bed all day and i finished her and she's beautiful and perfect she looks like linda evangelista um, <laughs> and she now lives um in the shops as an example but not where children can touch her no definitely not because she's special um she doesn't have a name yet i'm working on that okay knitting knitting 
Um, I felt... I'm familiar with the concept, yes. Really out of my knitting mojo a couple of weeks ago. Um, because I sat down to do some knitting and the pattern I, for something I wanted to make, the chart, is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, I turned the... Because it's like the construction of the jumper is very simple. It's like front, back, shoe sleeves seam together. Right. Great. But it's um, colour work. It's K-facet. And it was like, turn the page for the chart. The chart. The chart. Black and white. It's a full colour jumper, but they've just done it with little symbols. So it's like a black square, a white square, a square oh. with a black circle, a black square with a white circle. Teeny tiny print. They have done... It's the same chart, um, like the same design on the front and the back and on the sleeves, which they've done by putting one example and then where the sleeves are, they've just drawn a darker line, which shows the centre bit, which is meant to be the sleeves. Um, it's tiny. It's very unclear where all the sizes are. Uh, it's a nightmare. Of, <laughs> like, a huge dimensions. dimensions. <laughs> um, I am... I, I looked at it and I was just like, uh, no, thank you. No, thank you, ma'am. So I'm livid and I will never do that. And then the other one, I was like, oh, I, I've got another one. I couldn't pick colours. Then I found my mojo and I've made this most beautiful fair isle. And I'm so chuffed because it's my first fair isle. Um, and that is uh, the pattern Christmas in July by Tanner's Fibre Arts. And I felt like I got my knitting mojo back. The only problem is the yoke where it's got the two colours, beautiful. My tension's beautiful. Then when it gets to one colour, which should technically be the easier bit, this, the 100% alpaca yarn is not it's not great it's not and doing it's it what your debbie bliss land girl jumper is made of oh yeah yeah and i think it's great for color work but on its own like it was a bit where i had to rip out because my tension was so bad and it was like all over the place it was like this lumpy misshapen thing and it's i've even when i've redone it it's not it's not my favorite and i'm disappointed because i sell the yarn in my shop and it is i think it's great when you pick the right project but i think it's one of those yarns where you have to get the right project for it it's less adaptable Right. So I'm disappointed. Well, at um, least you know that now and you can offer advice to customers. There has been, and this is going to sound a bit silly, um, thought that I might rip back the purple bit that's just the plain and then knit it with a second strand holding it in place like it's Fair Isle and just knit it in every so often. Right, yeah. Just yep. to keep that, that tension neat, um, which I understand is crazy, but it's a very light, thin yarn. So it yeah, wouldn't be too I thick. Think it's fine. And then it would look neat and also it would then match the density of the yoke. So since I'm throwing a mini paddy about that, um, I've cast on a cardigan called the um Baby Fur Jacket by Isabel de Marches, um, in the drops Baby Merino for our new baby cousin. Um very exciting. And I have done like a few, I've done like 20 rows of it. And then I cast on something else because I, <laughs> and I was like, I was doing this thing of trying to be really good and only finishing things. Like I would only cast on something when I finished something. That's gone out the window today, this week. But I, um, there's a pattern designer I really like. Uh, she's called Amy a a Apple. Appel and she does all these like 50s she has a range called Poison Girls and um, she's Amazing. got a pink ladies range and it's all like 50s jumpers and sweaters and turb knitted turbans and stuff mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and she had a 20% uh, sale I think that finishes today so bad luck to future listeners but Jessica could get this um, and I had planned this yarn for a jumper like this and I've worked out exactly what I wanted to do and I was like you know what I'm going to buy the pattern I'm going to cast it on and it's using this uh, Ching Fibre 
really beautiful hand-dyed purple with these bright coloured flecks throughout and then striped with the leftover dark blue from when I did my Celestarium circle shawl. Ooh, um, pretty. Doing it in stripes. And I've got a lot more of the purple, so I'm doing um, eight rows of purple, four rows of blue alternating. And I cast nice. it on two days ago and I'm done quite a huge amount. That's what I've been knitting during this podcast. Um yeah, and it's going to be a really cute sweater. I mean, it's not going to be very useful for the shop because people will go, oh my God, what is that? Where can I get that yarn? And I'll say, not here. Like, well, I found it. <laughs> what? One of our rivals. Um, I found that this morning. <laughs> Loop London. I mean, I love Loop, so I can't really... Can't really complain. No. Um, but yes, it's cute AF. Well, I'm very excited for your knitting. Thanks. Me too. Um, so I'm doing tons of knitting. I've got some sewing plans because we've just got all of Tilly and the Buttons patterns in the shop. So yeah, this is my my knitting is coming on. I've done lots recently, and I finished my various. I finished a jumper. I finished a shawl. I was finished re knitting. Um, I'm in a mystery project bag and yarn club this year, where every quarter I get a project bag with a hand dyed skein of yarn in it. Oh, that is very exciting. Yes, and the first theme, I, I've just seen like the mood boards for each quarter, and they're really cute. And this one was Neverland themed, so I've got this project bag that's like turquoise with mermaids and like pirate ships on. And then the um, the yarn is a similar kind of turquoisey minty color with like pops of color. It's real cute. Ooh. High spectrum fiber. So it's that's exciting. So that's my needle and thread. I love to awesome. knit. I really want to knit something now. Well, I just in time for the warm weather. I know it's a bit dumb, isn't it? But uh, but also that's good for you because if you don't want to knit with yarn with wool, if you knit with cotton, that's perfect for summer. True, that and, is true. Um, also, everyone has projects take forever, so you really have to be on a six month <laughs> cycle. And this is making me feel really good because I was not feeling good about my ability to knit with that alpaca because it just was so not neat. And so knitting in the merino and in this. Uh, Madeline Tosh and Ching Fiber. I'm like, oh, it's neat. I'm great. I'm all good. Well, that's good. Shall we do the final segment? What have we seen this week? What have we seen this week? I'm sure I've seen loads of things, but can't really think of any. Okay. Uh, I've seen tons, so I'll start. Okay. Uh, well, one of them was Dear Mrs. Bird, so, you know. Oh, okay. Well, they enjoyed yep, yep, that. Yep. Uh, I listened to a podcast episode that got recommended by two bossy dames back in November-ish. Um, the website, The Strategist, which of which yep, I'm a big I'm, fan. I've heard of it, yep. yeah. Uh, they did a list of the 100 best pens and a podcast about pens uh, kind of took that apart because they were like, this is weird. If it was your 100 favourite pens, but they would just you know had so much knowledge about pens and they were like well it's so weird that you've put these two things on separately when anyone would know that the same pen in a different barrel oh my god um <laughs> and pens 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 it was so great to hear people talking like knowledgeably passionately incisively about something that i did not know anything about but i so happy to learn it started off with them talking about what pens and notebooks they had used to write their show notes <laughs> that's really enjoyable so the podcast is called The Pen Addict and the episode I listened to is called A Very Peculiar Scale from um, November or December last year 2018 um, I have not listened to any other episodes but I probably will because it was just I learned so much about pens awesome I have two Twitter feeds to recommend okay uh, one is at Redwall Feasts, which is like a bot that posts um, fake meals from the Redwall books. So it'd be like oh, a beautiful nettle soup served in a, a hollowed out chestnut with 
berries and I don't know with, and stuff n- hands hands ham I don't know anyway it was really adorable <laughs> it's very autumnal and I'm very into it okay and then the other one is at Lumpy and Friends um, okay Lumpy and Friends is uh oh is it the badger it's a badger so there's somebody the person who runs it's not run by a badger disappointedly but the person who runs it has uh like a big garden where they feed badgers every night and they have a little dinner table set out for them and they do like live feeds of the badgers and they've named all the badgers so there's mr lumpy and baby bumpy (laughs) (laughs) but it's great um and they the people who run it do a thing where you can go and do um like badger watching (laughs) And they do a special one, which is like an overnighter. And yes, it is in Manchester. And yes, I want to go. <laughs> but sometimes it will be like Lumpy and Friends is live, and you'll get to see these badgers eating eggs live. Amazing. I love it so much. And they're like a baby badger got rescued the other week. And the person who runs it got to cuddle the baby badger. It's like Christmas uh... lots. So that's that. That's good. Yeah. Um, also, I binged watched a TV show in a week, two seasons. Uh, called what was it? What Harlots. was it? Harlots. Which I'd heard a bit about, and then I saw like two tweets about it, and I went, "I'm going to see if I can find this." And it, I had to do on Amazon Prime. You can do uh, I can add channels for four pounds a month. It's a very weird okay. thing, but it's still, like add extra streaming services to your Amazon Prime. And it was on Stars with a Z Play, <laughs> and it was originally an ITV show, but it was on ITV Encore which was right. like their now defunct cable channel. Um, and yeah. it is about two warring brothel keepers <laughs> in the uh, like late 17, like mid to late 1700s. Yeah. Um, it stars Samantha Morton and uh, Leslie Granville, Manville, Leslie Manville. Um, and yeah, it's really good because it's like, gang warfare but with sex workers okay um the only downside was somebody i went to university was in it and they got their bum out and <laughs> didn't like that i was like oh my god that's it. oh yeah <laughs> well um but i really enjoyed it and the the costumes are amazing bring back sack backs um yeah so i really enjoyed that and oh. i binged it in my week um free preview of Star's play, which I then did not cancel in time because I started watching Party Down which I don't know anyway, but um, uh, yeah, no, that's that's that Oh well, that's well, what I've seen. Good uh, Well, what I've literally seen this week is last night I watched music and lyrics mm, I guess, great. which I super enjoyed I mean, it's such a good film Such a good film, like, such a good film uh, so that was excellent. And you know what it's been recently, Rosie? It's been Easter. Yes. It's, which means that Lent is over. You know what happened at the beginning of Lent? Pancake Day. <gasps> you know who sings a song about pancakes? Flat My Jack. So I watched Flat My Jack. Mm. I also made Marion, obviously. But uh, mainly Flat My Jack. Because why not just bring a bit, of, a bit of lightness and joy to your week? That's a real good point. And I'm sure I've seen plenty of other interesting and salient things. But let's talk about things I've already seen before and already recommended. These are good recommendations. I mean, I sun's out and I'm not mad. She's pretty Yay! mad. The only thing I remembered yesterday is, you know, between the months of April and September, or like during British BST, yeah. when it gets to 6pm and you're like, I guess it's time I'm going to put on a cardigan, get on the sofa and 
start winding down and the day is like psych <laughs> it's sunshiny till 10 there's bitch. still more and you're like i don't i don't know how to fill this day. like the day goes on too long it's like so long but also it's light in the morning and light in the morning is fine the sun should um like there should be a step between seven and ten right of like medium yeah where it's not like okay okay you know it's too um, long. The also, days... the birds are very loud. Um, there are very loud birds, and I had to change the alarm that I use because I had it set to the crickets sound. But the problem is there is a bird outside my window that sounds like that alarm, so it kept waking me up at like four o'clock in the morning because Your like brain my brain was, was my brain it's was attuned to this sound. Going, oh, it's time to wait. Wait, what? No, that's not. Oh God, damn you, bird! So I had to change my alarm, and even now, sometimes I can still hear it, and I'm like, ah. Shake my fist at you. Everybody shake my fist. Oh, yes. So that's <laughs> that. So I'm not mad, but, like, I'm a little mad. But I'm not as mad as I usually am. Okay, good. That's a sign of personal growth. Yeah, you know, I'm not as mad as I usually am about the sunshine. You know, there's a bit of me that's like, I could enjoy this. Yeah. Maybe embrace that. Well, thanks for joining us. Okay, it's bye. been lovely. Has it though? Yeah, it has. It's been great. I've enjoyed this very much. Um, scams. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll be back in two weeks with another yesterday of fun, and two weeks after that with after that day of fun. Post hence. Okay. No. Bye now. Okay, awesome. Bye. Okay. Now. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye now. <laughs> I forgot how to say bye like a human. So you went for the uh, genie as an air hostess. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the two defaults of my personality. Bye. There are over 100 episodes of Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, and you can hear them all in the podcatcher of your choice or at rosieandjessica.co.uk, where you can also find show notes with links to everything we've discussed in this episode. We're on social media. Find us at facebook.com forward slash rosieandjessica, on Instagram at ohmygreyhounds, and on Twitter at the Day of Fun Show. You can also email us on hello at rosieandjessica.co.uk. To support Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, become a monthly subscriber via our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica, or kit yourself out in Rosie and Jessica t-shirts and tote bags from shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash ohmygreyhounds. Enjoyed the show? Please rate and review us. We'll be back in a fortnight. Thanks for listening.